0: Love Life, featuring your hosts, Rebecca Detman and Jane Dunn The sun shines bright as it moves across my face. I feel the
1: light. As I dream, I create. As I action, I create. As I love,
0: I create. And so it is. Welcome to Love Life and part two of our very exciting How to Start a Business, two-part series that Jane and I are doing to kick off the new year in January, which is of course the time that we all love to think that we're just going to change the world when we get out of bed in the morning because everything feels so fresh and new for some reason. And a lot of you will be looking at this is the year I'm going to do that thing in capital letters, that thing that I've wanted to do for a long time, or maybe you started it. A year ago, six months ago, 18 months ago, but you're really looking for the push. And today, Jane's going to get into the nuts and bolts, real excellent physical advice about how to actually launch and roll out businesses with some really hot behind the scenes information that she has gleaned oh. from some, the world, some of the world's best experts, but also because Jane herself has been the woman behind 11 um, different businesses in the last three decades. So, And I always add that started from a hobby. They all started from things she was just
1: interested in and wanted to share. Actually, I'm lying through my teeth on that. There's one that wasn't. What was that one? Social Aid. That had already started. Okay. And I actually bought in as a partner on that one. Well, you obviously felt the vibe, though, because it married... It was very, very new. It had only been going for a short period of time, and and what it was then to what it is now, it's evolved so much and changed. But that actually was different. To those who don't know, is still Jane's other current business, which is... Match-making. Matchmaking and social club for single people that are, you know, over 30.
0: So where do you want to start today,
1: Jane? Um, well, one of the things I do want to also touch on is for many of our clients who already have a business but want to get more clients. They want to grow their businesses or they want new products or services. So we want to touch, give a bit of time for that as well today because I've got some information to help there. The first thing is that when you actually really decide you're going to do this, You've got to carry a notebook around with you permanently, and I prefer the pen and paper rather than doing it on your phone notes, because you're going to have ideas popping at you, up at you all over the place. It's, it's more immediate, It's so immediate and and, and it's like, I'll, I'll remember that, I'll remember that and then you don't but you remember that there was something that you knew was a really good idea to remember and then you're frustrated because you can't remember what it was. I've written stuff on the steering wheel at the traffic lights because I'm like, oh, idea, idea, idea. I pulled the car over and I get my book out. It's always <laughs> with me permanently and so that's a must and I've woken up in the middle of the night. When I'm creating a new business, I do keep the pen and paper by the side of my bed because so much comes to you in your dreams or in the middle of the night with just brilliant ideas that, as you know, upstairs management are um, guiding you with. Remember that too, that you've got your own amazingly powerful and dynamic team from the other side that you can be calling on to help you with... Wisdom, with ideas, with motivation, with encouragement. Into alignment with your purpose as to why you're here. Yeah, the signs will be thick and fast. Yeah, they're
0: here to guide you. Yeah.
1: So the next point is to get, it's like, I call it doing a brain dump. Because if you've been thinking about this for one month, one year, or maybe 10 years, chances are you have been thinking about this for a long, long time. You've almost got a business plan in your brain but you want to get it out and be putting it onto paper. So get that book out and start dumping everything out of your brain and onto paper. And there's a few reasons for doing that. One is because we're going to declutter your brain because we want you to have new space for new stuff to come into your brain. And the other thing is that we want you to be able to get all of this kind of scattered information onto pen and paper where we can start putting it into order and prioritizing. Now. Any business person that you speak to will talk about, have you got a business plan? Oh, <laughs> I don't think I've written one. Actually, that's not true. I have written them. What I do instead of writing a great, because if you Google what's a business plan, it will say, well, within the business plan should be a marketing plan. What's a marketing plan? Well, within a marketing plan should be a seven point step for this, 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 this and this. You can spend the next two years doing nothing but writing this damn document that's going to produce nothing. Taking
0: online courses for how to do business plans.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I've done that. I've done that. Except what it's going to do is paralyze you. You're not going to be creating, you're not going to be doing, and you're not going to be loving. So let's do the real simple business plan. So you're going to dump all your things into into your notebook, and then you're going to look at your priority. Now, you have to be a little bit disciplined here because sometimes you might have a thing where, oh, I love designing graphics. I'm going to design the best graphics for my website, and I just love doing that. And it's fun for you and that's terrific, except that you're also a perfectionist in it and you're now going to spend the next six months doing nothing but designing graphics for your website when you're not actually setting up a business as a graphic designer. So it's pointless. So this is about discipline of not getting distracted and focusing on what is your intent, which is to get your business open to be taking clients.
0: If Can I just say, if you have already got something going and you've got a few different things running. You've got this bit of the business over here that does that, and you've got this social media account over here that does that, and you occasionally twice a year you might do a bit of speaking, and then over here you've got this little thing. Often you find your business is in lots of different little places. You've got different income states. Do space. a mind mapping. And I think this a particular... I think, I was just going to say, I think it's particularly these days because particularly in holistic wellness-based industries, we tend to be a little bit of everywhere. We're not just sort of just in one place anymore. We do tend to be on social media and we also educate and train and teach and there's all these different avenues that we're going to. Get a big piece of butcher paper circa 1989 and do your the, the mind map, which is just another way of putting everything on paper with bubbles and lines connecting things so you put in the middle core values and you put the offshoot to here which is I do a radio show and you put the offshoot to here which is I write a newspaper column then you put the offshoot to here which is I also counsel people then you put this is what my life looks like then you put the offshoot to here that sometimes I speak then you put the offshoot to here that sometimes I sell stuff on my website then you put the offshoot to here about stuff that I want to be doing which I'm not doing enough of yet like publishing a novel and so you get it all down on paper you have a very good serious look at what is the dead wood that needs to go. Is it just there because it's always been there and you've always done it out of habit, but you don't really love it and it doesn't even bring that big returns? Slash it for the new year. EG, what... that radio show that I said no to. Exactly. What do you need to develop more? Well, maybe you've been wanting to write a novel for six years. Today is the day to get the pen out and start putting an hour or two in. So you, it's a really good way just to get the contents of your life and your brain down, flat, black and white, in two dimension and look at it and, and slash and build You're
1: gonna you're gonna be harsh. Absolutely, absolutely. You've got to be staying focused and not being distracted. Okay, so you're now ready to look at I want my first client, but I feel like I need a website for them to go to. Yes, you do to get bigger. However, no, you don't to get your first client. The chances are that you've already got your first clients, which are your freebies that you've been doing for your friends and family. What you do need is a business card very quickly. and here's how you do it really cheap. Now I've got an amazing graphic designer, which I'm absolutely happy to put um, anybody onto who's here in Queensland, and she can work all around the world, and she's incredible. And I'm a fan of um, of paying talent. You know, having been a choreographer and a creative all my life, I think we pay for talent. However, we also need to support the fact. And actually, she's very affordable, so the chances are you can afford her. However, if funds are really tight and you don't have anything. on the website, Fiverr, F-I-V-E-R.com, is where you can go and get graphic designers that would design you a business card for $5. Then you go into, and I've got a great printer who can print all around Australia if you want her details. However, in the early steps, if you want, you just go into Officeworks and get yourself just your 100 cards to start with, and that is all you need to get started. So you've got your card and your number, which has got either your email address on it or your mobile phone
0: number or maybe both, and you are in business. You do not need a flash HTML website with six drop-down menus and scrolling screens of amazing photographic visuals and PayPal all inserted. However, if you want that, you go to Wix.com which is a website
1: that has amazing templates. The websites are free. If you don't want advertising on them, you pay a minimal fee each month, which is probably about, I don't know, I can't remember, $10 a month or something US. And um, you can get the Flashest website up. If you know just a bit of basics about, you know, being able to edit a Word document or whatever, you'll be able to do this. Just, it's just a gap stop though, because Wix.com is not well search engine optimised. And again, if you want a website quoted, we've got our wellness guru who does uh, all of our stuff for us. So let us know and we'll put you in touch with him. Um, Now, you've got your business card and maybe you're having fun. One night, you spend a bit of time on your website. That's great. But the next thing that most people have the biggest fear around is what am I going to charge? And this is a testament to your worth. Now, there are a lot of business people that will say, well, you need to go in at the proper price because it's really hard to put your prices up later. I've never had a problem putting my prices up. And in fact, I had a business coach that made me me jump from $50 an hour to $200 an hour overnight. No ifs, no buts. Did I lose clients? Yes, I did. Did I gain clients? Yes, I did. Mm -hmm. You know, it's worth.
0: I spoke to, I interviewed some people that um, took over a 30-year-old restaurant that had always had the same menu. And it had the same people coming back for years and years and years, every anniversary or every special occasion, every birthday they'd come, they'd order the prawns Florentine from 1977. (laughs) And finally, new management took over. They said, we thought we'd have to have an ambulance permanently installed in the car park for some of the catatonic fits some of the old customers were going into, that they just couldn't get over the fact the menu had changed. And the guy said, the way I got through that first six months which and even the first year, which was really hard, we'd have people come in, sit down, look at the menu and get up and walk out and say it's not for us, sorry. And he said, I just went in with the attitude that for every... Every one that I would lose, I was gonna gain three. And he did. And they have turned that business around. They've gained triple now. Fantastic. Because of the modern changes that they had the guts to Fantastic. bring in. But they they were screamed at, they were abused, they were braided. Mm. Sometimes it takes a lot of guts to be visionary or to, to have to lose clients to gain them. And so this is this is very relevant. If you have a business that's been ticking along for a long time and you want to change it, or you've taken over a business and you want to change it, you are gonna to have to have some balls of titanium, balls of steel. Because people don't like change sometimes. But when Jane's talking about putting prices up, that's a funny one. People actually expect prices to go up. Money's different. We live in a world where every financial year people put their prices up. It's actually part of the the wallpaper. Like, it's part of the culture to do so. So people actually won't flinch as much as you think on that particular point. So what I want to encourage you for your pricing... If it's a
1: service that you're providing, so I'm assuming that you're doing something in the healing modality. You know, are you a massage therapist? Are you teaching meditation? Are you an angel intuitive? Are you whatever it is that you're doing? Um, some form of healing, your Reiki practitioner, or, or let's just say healer, because these days everyone's multiple different types of modalities. The entry point for your fee should be in alignment with the industry standard. But the chances are you're going to want to be charging less because you want to, first off, be buying your clients. Now, there's a few different ways that you can buy a client. Um, I'll get into that in a tick. But this is also about your self-worth. And you do need to be gentle with yourself while still pushing. So it's a fine line between not wanting to give you a sledgehammer that you can't handle and therefore you actually run away scared and you don't do the business. But it's also like, you know what, $20 an hour in Australia, that's not not a good rate to start with. But maybe $40 an hour or $50 an hour, maybe that is okay to start with. That's completely fine. And if you feel comfortable with that, so let's say the industry standard is $100 an hour, and you go, yes, but I'm a new kid on the block, I'm unproven, I don't have any clients, I don't feel like I'm worth $100 an hour because even though I know I'm really good at it, I know I'm not really experienced. Therefore, do you feel more comfortable with $50 an hour? Now, the chances are that you're going to squirm just as much at that anyway, but you're not allowed to do it for 20. So does that make, I hope that makes sense where I want people to kind of find that middle ground and that's your starting point. But what do you call it? It's an introductory offer. You don't say how long that introductory offer is going to be around for, but that's your introductory offer. And you might keep it at that for a year, or you might keep it at that for one month. It doesn't matter. But you then hold the power to be able to, or you hold the power anyway, that that's just a good way of wording it to get people at your entry point. You're likely going to feel sick and want to vomit, break out in sweat. Your heart will be racing. Your hands will be shaking. You won't be sleeping. You might even give yourself a headache because you're going to be so nervous doing your first paid client. And this is where all of the other tools that Beck and I have talked about in plenty of these podcasts about self-worth, self-belief, affirmations, what's-your-mind talk, go and talk to your friends that you that have been saying to you for years, you should be doing this for a living. Why don't you set up a business doing this? You're so good at this. And see if they can help you to just get through that first paid client. Do you remember your first paid client, Beck? Um, I actually I can remember the first person okay. I, I interviewed to take on as a social aid client. I was all of that. I was so scared. And you know, I've got a gorgeous story. He's the nicest man. The universe sent you the perfect. Absolutely perfect. But see, they're in alignment with your vibration. Call in your team. Tell them to make this guy effortless and easy. And this guy was so beautiful. Now, that would have been nine years ago. He then met his now wife through us, and he still emails me every year on their anniversary and shares... Shares his story with me Talk about how they're going. Gathering evidence, Jane. Yeah, it's so beautiful. Yeah. It's so beautiful. And he went off and got me some other lovely clients because why? He could see I was nervous. He knew that. I said I'm new at this, but I'm really excited and I love what we do. And he knew that and he felt it. And in no time at all, he had no troubles recommending me. We forgive people nerves. And if you don't believe me, think about a time when you've been somewhere and you've seen someone nervous. You've gone to the checkout and they've got the, the pimply 15-year-old kid that's not standing on the checkout with trainer, tra- trainee written on his name badge and he's scanning one item every 30 seconds and he's shaking and he's got the the person next to him training him. Doesn't our heart just go out to that person? What do we wanna do? We wanna make them feel comfortable. What do I do? I relax and go, oh, it's awesome that you're learning. Gosh, we all learn things all the time. I hope you enjoy it, it's really good. Take your time, make sure you learn properly. I'm not in any hurry and they relax. Well, your clients too will be doing that for you. When somebody comes to you, they want you to be good and you are good. But they don't mind
0: the nerves. Yeah, it's interesting as well because the people that come to it to come to at the start of your career are just right for you. They're not necessarily the people you'll be getting in three years, in five years, in twenty years. As you evolve, you'll take on in a sense, more hardcore vibration. You can handle the hard ones, the curly ones, the big ones. The universe doesn't send you those kind of people in the first week. You just get happy Harry and Sally who are pretty easygoing, who are happy with whatever you give them, and they come in at your entry-level vibration because they're mirroring it. Exactly, and
1: it is amazing how that works. I remember uh, one of my many coaches I've had over the years who said to me when I first started um, coaching that, you know, I said, I'm nervous. What if I get a client that's had... Been sexually abused for their whole life, and they're uh, recovering from drug addiction. I don't know how I could help them. And she said, "Jane, you're not going to get them. They're not in your vibration." Now they can walk in the door, and I feel completely fine. But that's fast forward many, many years. But right at the beginning, I got exactly what Beck said. The people that came in that wanted the wisdom that I had to share then, and it was perfect and beautiful. Mm. So you guys listening, you've got this. You can do this. And again write to us we're here to support you we know that you've got it and you can do it so we've got our first client under our belt we're charging money yep beck we're right there we're charging money i'm looking at your dot point list yeah what's next okay so now your, your business is starting to build a little bit you can start looking at those things like websites you can start looking at things like product development what is it that how else is it that you can be getting money for your wisdom, for your skill. And online these days, online courses, online downloadable PDFs, eBooks, webinars, online seminars. There's so many different ways that you can be increasing your income stream. And you will likely find that whatever it is that you are doing in your service, you can be doing it that way too. So it's time to develop some new products and start having fun with this. So what I want this to be as you start your business is A little bit of growth and then a little bit of validation. Then a little bit of growth and then a little bit of validation so that you're expanding your aura to be able to take in all this extra energy at a really nice
0: pace that keeps things balanced. The people who are similar to what you do in the industry, who you're threatened by, are there to hold up mirrors to you in the areas in which you're still not performing or doing something that you know you should be or that you can do but you're not. If somebody else is doing it, it'll piss you off. It's That's about, a big statement. Whoa, it, I like it. Oh, yeah. I mean, God. It's just like the, in the last episode when I referenced that beautiful singer that came in and she was so angry. She had so much anger. She had so much anger towards shitty artists who make it big, oh, who aren't yeah. even that good. Because they were doing what she should have been, because or could have been doing. Because she's not even singing every day. And mm. I said to her, darling, this is all about you. Um, the other thing is when you do get clients who are difficult, who are problem clients? Who make complaints? Who want money back? Whatever, they're your teachers because maybe there's either an area of your business that has been let go or weak or overlooked, um, or there's an element in yourself that's calling that in because there's a fear in you on some area, and you've got an attracted them right into that little woundy bit. So it's it's all. And I've had hundreds of those at Social Aid over the years because that's been my greatest emotional teacher. You know, that's really it's held up a, where I had issues. A teacher in human dynamics for you, Jane. Oh, you massive. you have learnt so much about the way people tick, the way they work, their agendas, their oh. relationships, their everything through that business. It's And just on that, I actually tried
1: to sell Social Aid three times. I had offers. The offers either were the right money but they want didn't want it for a period of time until like they wanted a six month settlement, or wasn't the right money or wasn't the right person. Three times I tried to sell it and the universe didn't want me to sell it. Because it's hard. It was a hard, it it has been a very hard business to run because it was teaching me so much about me at a a very fast pace. However, now it's an easy business to run because... Because the shift in you is what? My self-worth, my healthy boundaries, the business serves me. Actually, you know, I think the biggest statement I could make is the business serves me. But also, faith in the universe, everything's fine, the bills get paid, the wheels keep ticking over, 99.9% of the clients get what they want, there's those few that don't, remember your eighty-twenty rule, you know, 80% of your clients will be happy, 20% won't just
0: statistics you can't take it personally
1: yeah and you've got to have your own good coach with you on all of this to help you it's really important that you do get a good support team everyone needs a mentor or a
0: role model absolutely even the boss needs a boss
1: I've had one my entire um, business life I've never not had somebody that I respect that's that I can go to to be going here's my issue help me to see it clearer because I'm not seeing it clearly.
0: And can I just add at this juncture, one of the most powerful tools I've ever used in my working career when I did used to work like other people work, like going to offices, (laughs) Um, was if I ever wanted to further my career or I I wanted to... If I was aspiring to a certain type of job or position or wanted to know more about something, I have always cold-called somebody I know and said, can I buy you a cup of coffee? sorry, how do you cold call, call someone you know? It's either someone you, you do sort of know or, or it's a cold call to the person who's already doing it. You say, you're fa- I th- so you know, I think you're fabulous. I completely respect how busy you are. If you could carve out 20 minutes to have a cup of coffee with me and I'll, I'll, I'll buy you breakfast, I would just love to pick your brain. I've got some questions about the industry. Perfect. Has anyone ever not gotten a job from doing that? You always either get jobs from doing that or they turn around and say, I know three people who can help you, I'm going to make calls when I get back to my desk. And it happens all the time. But you've got to have the balls to do it. You've got to have the balls to do it. It's one of the most powerful immediate networking things you can ever, ever pull out. It's it's unreal the power of that. It is one of the most powerful things I think you absolutely can do. And
1: if your fear is that they're going to say no, so what? But the vast majority of people will say yes because, believe it or not, they actually don't get asked often. No. And people are flattered to be seen in a good light. It's complimentary to them. And people like to, it's a natural thing to want to mentor another to help somebody that you think is worthy
0: you know you're interested in floristry or you're interested in neurosurgery or something that you don't know much about go and find someone who's in that area and ask them every question you can think of how did you get into it what do i need to know to get into it what kind of skills do you need to have what are the biggest challenges in the industry what do you love most about your job what do you hate most about your job what do you recommend that i do as an entry point Done. Perfect, 20 beautiful. 20 minutes of $10,000 worth of information for free right there, 10 years of experience for free right there.
1: Brilliant, love it. Now, for those of you that are growing your businesses, um, I want you to ask yourself the question, because you know I get a lot of people that say they want lots more clients. Are you ready for a lot more clients? If I said, sure, I can get you a 1,000 clients today, are you actually ready for it? Is your back end set up? Have you got enough hours in the day? Have you got the right support around you? Now, if you're ready for that sort of stuff, you've got to get some good support people in place quickly. I have got the world's most amazing virtual assistant and she actually has her own business. So if you want those contact details, you can have her people that she's trained, but you're not having my VA because she's amazing and no one's taking her away from me. (laughs) However, she's incredible. So what do virtual assistants do? Anything that you can do that's not physically hands-on. So she does absolutely everything in my business except the coaching. Um, I've also got an amazing company that um, called Answering Adelaide. They are a call centre that answer for 200 companies Australia-wide. They answer for like Channel 9 after hours. They answer for, so big, big companies. And then they answer for the local plumber. They make appointments for uh, the massage therapist. They, they answer every one of my phone calls 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I have them taking payments for me. Um, I have them do so many things for me, and it's really cheap. It frees you up to have a oh. life. I, yeah. I wish I'd known it I've only had them do, do this for two businesses I wish I'd known about that 31 years ago mm. instead of being a slave to the phone well in those days it was the answering machine and then once we got mobiles being afraid to turn my mobile off so you need your support the next thing you want to have a look at is if you've got clients already and you want more clients what is the lifetime value of your client how do you work that out what is the average length that a client stays with you for so let's say you're a a hairdresser and they might say, well, I did this for actually exercise for a hairdressing salon. And they said the average client stayed with them for about five years. And I said, okay, fine. What does the average client spend? And it worked out to be about $120 or something. I'm just going to say $100 for easy maths right now. And I said, so therefore, how often do they come a year? And they told me how many times, let's say they go again, let me do easy maths 10 times a year. That's probably right every five weeks for a colour and cut and blow dry so if they come 10 times a year and they spend $100, they're $1,000 a year. Average by five years, the average lifetime value of a client is $5,000. And then you get these hairdressing salons that put out little piddly, come for a 10% off voucher. It's like you can afford to give away one free cut, colour and blow dry. Come and test my clientele. Test out, Sorry, test out my services. How good am I? Give away your first service. As long as you're marketing to the right people, which we touched on in the last podcast, your rockstar clients, you buy them. You pay for that client to walk through your door so that they get to trial your services. And if most clients that walk through the door stay and you've worked out that that client is therefore worth $5,000 to you over the next five years, you're buying you, your, buy them. You're buying you buy them, you buy your clients. And when I first learned that, I don't know, I learned that probably about seven or eight years ago, I thought that was very, very clever. Mm. So you look at, and and what is the cost of your client? I mean, in the hairdressing salon, it was virtually nothing. Their products are dirt cheap. They don't use a lot. It really is a time thing. So you can afford to be buying clients to get larger. But I also want to encourage our our, um, wonderful, clever people to look at how else they can be value-adding. So that you know hairdressing salon, I said run a blog, put a little shopping cart on it, tell all your clients that you're going to be sharing the latest hairstyles on there and then start selling some products online. So that that's, you go to sleep, you wake up, somebody's put a couple hundred dollars in your bank account, you've just made money while you're sleeping. Thank you
0: very much. Thanks for coming. What right. <laughs>
1: Do
0: you know, oh, off, we could go on and on forever. Off the back of all this, I just have to share one quick story about a girl, and I can say her name, she's lovely. Her name's Holly. And she she never did anything after school. She just loved to cook. So she just cooked and cooked and cooked and cooked. And then people said, we'll pay you money for this. So she catered and catered and catered and catered. And every time I'd see her, I'd ask about it. Because I I was working boring corporate. And she just had this fun little job. She'd got a bigger house with a bigger kitchen and more bench, bench space and two fridges and two ovens. And so she could just keep catering. And just for friends and friends and friends and friends and friends and friends and referrals. And I'd say to her, now, what's your website? She'd say, Rebecca, I don't have one. And I said, well, give me a business card. She said, Rebecca, I don't have one. And I said, well, (laughs) do you have a business name? She's like, well, it's just Holly's Catering. And I just, I mean, maybe that's something you can only do in Adelaide, but... No, it's not. You can do that anywhere that you've got a network. I love this because it's also showing that if you come from just pure joy and pure passion with no blocks, you don't, like Jane said, you don't need a business plan. You don't even, you actually... Don't even need a website, in theory, if you are delivering such incredible quality heart vibration to everyone that comes in contact with you, they will advertise for you, they will refer for you, they will bring in the business for you. And you ask them for it.
1: Ask every person, if you're happy, could you please help me? I'm really wanting to do this for more hours than I currently am. Please help get the word out there. I'd be very grateful. Give them a frequent, give them a, a referral thank you. Well, if I'm a massage therapist, you get a free massage for every person that
0: you recommend to me. And you know, at the end of every reading, I always give a card and say, if you have a friend that you know that needs a reading, just pass this on to them. And it's just, it's just I've never had to advertise. It's worked brilliantly for me. So, Jane, is there anything more you want to say to on business? Yeah, but there's no time. We're done.
1: <laughs> Except good luck. Go for it. Know that Beck and I are here to support you. Understand that it can be a bit crazy when you're crossing over from being part-time to then eventually getting to that point where you can drop the full-time job and you've got it. But just take that step and do it. It's all okay. As I dream, I create. As I action, I create. As I love, I create. And so it is.
0: If you got any value at all out of today's show, we'd love you to jump across to our website, lovelifeshow.com. We've got a donate button there. You can help to keep the show going. You can help us to stay fresh with good quote quality, creativity, content. Yeah, we're sound. turning our love life into a business. Well, it is a business and we do need to run it like a business. And I mean, it's just, you know, there's, there is actually tens of thousands of dollars worth of information in these last two shows. So if anything to you is worth even a cup of coffee, please jump over and click on the button for us. And if you can't do that, please share the with a friend or tell someone about Love Life Show so we can keep growing the tribe and sending out that ripple effect of healing and help to the world. Life is perfect, I'm not try it, it's just happening and it's a beautiful day.